Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. <laughs> Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. Once again, we bring you the thrilling adventures of The Shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, The Mother Goose Bandit. The Tinker Toy Shop on Park Street is the mecca of every child in the city from five to fifty. And here today we find Lamont Cranston and Margot Lane having the time of their lives. Lamont, look at these toy soldiers. Don't you think they'll make a perfect present for Bobby? Lamont. Lamont! Hmm? Oh, yes, Margot. Stop playing with that toy train and listen. Oh, go right ahead. I'm listening. And put down that aeroplane. Now, listen, you big baby. Bobby Gray's birthday is tomorrow, understand? We've got to pick out a present. Well, how about these Mother Goose books? Oh, don't be silly. You know Bobby's too young to read. Oh, but these are picture books. See? Now, there's a picture opposite each verse. Little Miss Muffet, Bobby Shafto, Mary Mary, quite contrary. Oh, they're lovely drawings. Yes, it's Guy Stark's work. You remember him. He gets the highest prices ever paid to a book illustrator. Well, he's worth it. I don't know how he gets such beauty and charm into these simple drawings. Lamont, you're right. Bobby will love this book. Let's take it. Oh, uh, excuse me. Will you serve us, please? Uh, Yes, madam. Just one moment, please. Uh, We'd like this copy of... Just one moment, madam. This order has to go out at once. Arthur. Yes, Miss Garland. Arthur, I want you to deliver this Mother Goose book to Mr. John Mortimer. The address is on the package. Mm -hmm. He called up and wants it delivered at once. Yes, Miss Stone. And at once means right away, Arthur, and no later. Hurry. All right. And now, madam. Uh, We'd like a copy of the Mother Goose, too, please. Uh, Would you wrap it as a gift? Do you wish to take it with you, or shall we deliver, madam? Oh, what do you think, Lamont? Lamont, what's the matter with you now? (laughs) You trying to work out why you need one of those construction sets? No, I was wondering about John Mortimer. Well, what about John Mortimer, whoever he may be? Well, he happens to be a famous jewel collector. Bachelor, recluse, cynic, hater of men, women, and children. I'd give a lot to find out why John Mortimer reads Mother Goose rhymes. I suppose I shall never know.
Okay, then. Good morning, Mont. May I come in? Yes, of course. Come right in. You're early for Bobby Gray's birthday, aren't you? I didn't come about the birthday. Have you seen the morning paper? No, why? Well, dearly beloved, cast an eye on these headlines. Well, you're acting pretty strangely, Margot. You sure you feel all right? <laughs> Let's see how you act when you read this. Remember John Mortimer, who had that Mother Goose book delivered to him yesterday? Yes, what about him? He was robbed last night. Ruby's worth 90,000. What? Well, let me see that paper. Oh. Someone broke into the house, smashed the safe. Unknown burglar stole the famous three red peppers, valued at 90,000. Why are the rubies called the three red peppers? Oh, it's just newspaper jargon. They're supposed to look like three enormous red peppers. They're very rare, matched Burma rubies. Hmm. Well, how do you like that for a morning pick-me-up? I don't, Margot. Let's get over to Mortimer's house as quickly as possible. I have a funny feeling that those Mother Goose rhymes have something to do with this robbery. Well, how do you work that out? I don't work it out. I just can't see crabby old John Mortimer amusing himself with Mother Goose rhymes. Something tells me there's more here than meets the eye. I see. And something tells me our next stop will be John Mortimer's house, right? <laughs> right. Morning, Commissioner Weston. O'Shaughnessy said we'd find you here in Mr. Mortimer's study. Well, 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 if it isn't Cranston Lane and Company. What are you two doing here? As if I didn't know. Good morning, Commissioner. We came to look over the scene of the crime, and all I've got to say is... Wow. How did it happen, Commissioner? Oh, same old story. Mortimer locked up the house and safe and went away for a week. Got home early this morning and was very surprised indeed to find the place torn apart. You're certain he got home this morning? Oh, yes, yes. We checked up on him. Quiet. Uh, one more question, and I'll tell all, teacher. Did you by any chance find a new nursery rhyme book around, Mother Goose? Now, how the devil did you guess that, Cranston? Then you did find it. It was the Guy Stark edition, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. Now, look here. What do you two know about this case that you're not telling? Nothing, Commissioner. Just an idea that persists in disturbing my thoughts. I'll tell you all about it in a minute. Uh, where's that book he left? It's over here. He left it open on top of the safe. Well, look at this. One of the verses is underlined. It... Well, I've... It... Well, whoever grabbed Mortimer's rubies has a wild sense of humor. Oh, Margo, listen to this. The verse underlined is... Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of... Yes, all right, Cranston. We got the general idea. Yes. He picks the three red peppers out of this house, then boasts about it. Well, I can tell you... Oh, the phone. Now, keep the receiver away from your ear so that we can hear too, Commissioner. Hello. Morning, children. This is Mother Goose speaking. Who? This is Mother Goose speaking. Oh, now, wait a minute. Wait. I'm very displeased with Peter Piper. He's been a bad little boy. Oh, in heavens, as they say, what are you babbling about? Peter Piper picked Mr. Mortimer's peppers last night. He told me how he left a boastful message. What a bad boy he is. I'd like to return the papers. Oh, you would, eh? Of course, there'll be a reward for Mother Goose, eh? Say, ten thousand? Now, you listen here, you cheap crook. You haven't a hope of getting away with this. We don't pay a hate and we'll have you in jail inside of a week. <laughs> well, in that case, Mother Goose will have to keep the pretty red papers. I'll give them to the little old lady who lives in a shoe. She'll know what to do with them. Goodbye, children. Well, how do you like that for nerve? Excuse me a minute, Cranston. I'm going out to get O'Shaughnessy under this. 
We'll comb the town for that smart Alec. Mother goose. Well, we can't wait around, Margot. We'll have to be moving, too, if we want to catch Mother Goose. Well, Lamont, do you know where to catch Mother Goose? I have a pretty good idea, Margot. The Tinker Toy Shop got an order from Mortimer to deliver that Mother Goose book yesterday. Who phoned that order and who accepted the book if Mortimer didn't arrive home until this morning? Well, perhaps they were lying at the shop. That's what the shadow has got to find out. Good day. Can I help? Why, that's odd. Arthur. Arthur. Yes, Miss Stone. Did you just come in, Arthur? No, miss. I've been in the store all the time. But I could swear I heard someone come in and... There's no one here. <laughs> Miss Stone. Oh, what's that? That laughing noise? This is the shadow. The shadow? You heard the shadow enter, Miss Stone. You heard the shadow, but you cannot see him. No man sees the shadow. Oh, I'm getting out of here. Stay where you are, both of you. I'm not moving. Miss Stone, who ordered the Mother Goose book you sent to Mr. John Mortimer yesterday? Careful now, I want the truth. I, I, I thought it was Mr. Mortimer. He, he said it was Mr. Mortimer. The truth. That's the truth, I, I swear it. You, boy, who accepted the book when you delivered it? Oh. I thought it was Mr. Mortimer. He, he met me in front of the house and paid for it. Describe him. Well, he, he was a funny-looking chap, all smiles. He kept laughing to himself all the time. Mr. Shadow, I, 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 we demand an explanation. You can't come into the store and treat us like this. We... Look here. Last night, John Mortimer was robbed by a thief who left a marked copy of Mother Goose in the house. A thief who calls himself Mother Goose. And may operate from the store. No, that's not true. It, it can't be. The shadow will be your judge of truth and lies, Miss Stone. If you have lied, the shadow will know, and the shadow will return. Margot. Get into the car, Lamont. Hurry. Hmm. Well, I didn't have much luck in the Tinker Toy store, Margot. The shadow found out one thing. John Mortimer certainly never received that book. The boy delivered it to a man who looked nothing like little old Mortimer. Hey, easy, Margot. You're driving like a maniac. Lamont, we've got to get over to the Gray's house right away. Well, what's the matter? Didn't Bobby like his birthday present? Oh, don't joke, Lamont. Something awful's happened. I just heard a news flash on the car radio. What? Mother Goose has robbed Bobby's mother. What? Not that famous sapphire of hers? Yes, Lamont, the blue plum. Well, don't worry too much, Margot. We'll get the blue plum back somehow. But that's not all. Lamont, you remember the Gray's butler, John? That lovable old man? Yes, what about him? Mother Goose killed him. Yes. <laughs> yes, all right, shall I see? I'm at the Grey House. <laughs> Call me here if anything develops, won't you? All right, goodbye. <laughs> oh, now, now, you just please try and calm down, Mrs. Grey. We'll get this Mother Goose person if it's the last thing we do. But that won't bring John back. Commissioner, he was more than a butler. He was like... He was like a father to us. 
And little Bobby loved him. You fellow was strangled to death with a child's skipping rope. That was deliberate murder. Oh, it's too horrible to think about. Yes. He left another book, Cranston, too. I can guess that the rhyme it was opened up, too. Little Jack Horner. He stuck in his thumb and pulled out a plum and said, What a good boy am I. That's right. What a good boy am I. And the lunatic murders a poor old man to prove it. Oh, Commissioner, the man must be mad. Well, mad or not, he's got to be caught. He's now become dangerous. You're right. Mrs. Gray, do you think he could answer some questions? Oh, yes, if they'll help, Commissioner. That's fine. Cranston, leave us alone, will you? Perhaps Mrs. Gray can give some clues. Oh, right, Commissioner. You come with me, Mrs. Gray. Let's go to the other room where it's nice and quiet. Eh? All right, Commissioner. Well, Lamont? I don't know what the answers are yet, Margot. All I do know is that John Mortimer and the Tinker Toy Shop are cleared. Mortimer wasn't in town, and the toy shop told the truth about their delivery to his house. Oh, I imagine that's O'Shaughnessy. Weston told him to call here. Hello. Good afternoon, children. This is Mother Goose. Oh. What is this, Mother Goose? Doing a little more boasting? Oh, little Jack Horner was a bad boy. He put in his thumb and pulled out the blue plum. But Mother Goose will be glad to return the blue plum to Mrs. Gray's pie. For how much? Mother Goose is so poor. Let's say, uh, 20,000. There's also the matter of murder. Little Jack Horner murdered a poor old man. Oh, yes, little Jack Horner wanted the old man to try out his new skipping rope, but the old man was stubborn. It isn't nice to disappoint children. But enough of little Jack Horner. Does Mrs. Gray want her blue plum returned? When do you want the money? The witching hour. Tonight at midnight. Where? Old King Cole was a merry old soul, and a merry old soul was he. He called for his pipe, he called for his bowl, he called for his fiddlers three. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Goodbye, children. You hung up. Old King Cole, I wonder... Margo, I've got it. He obviously wants us to meet him at the statue of old King Cole in the children's playground at the park. Well, we'll be waiting for him tonight. But, Lamont, you're not going to pay that murder, are you? Yes, Margot, with marked notes. Perhaps marked money and the shadow will rhyme well enough to get Mother Goose. A daring scheme to trap Mother Goose. Will it succeed? Stay tuned to this station for the thrilling climax to tonight's Shadow Story. It is night, and in the city park, the eerie voice of the night wind disturbs the quiet trees, adding mystery to the silence of the city at midnight. Lamont, that's the statue up ahead, isn't it? Yes, just about 12 o'clock. Are you going to become the shadow now? No, Margot. He knows my voice. It's better if I speak to him as Cranston first. After he takes this money, the shadow will go into action. Lamont, there's someone in the darkness behind that statue. It's Mother Goose, children. No, don't come any closer. Mother Goose has a gun. Have you brought your present for Mother Goose? Where's the sapphire? The blue plum? You shall get it back. Trust Mother Goose. Don't trust him, Lamont. We wanted to have this money, Margot. All right, Mother Goose. Catch. Ah, oh, you're so kind to poor Mother Goose. Blessings on you, children. Blessings. Oh, don't let him escape, Lamont. Do not interfere with Mother Goose, children. Hey, where's the blue plum sapphire? Come when you're cold. Do what you bid. Shut the door after you and never be cheap. <laughs> Margo, go home. The shadow is going to work now. Even Mother Goose can... 
Clement, someone's in trouble. That way. Yes, perhaps someone's fallen over the wall. Come on. Lamont, I don't see anyone. I go, we've been tricked. Look here. It's a phonograph. Yes. <laughs> and that's not a goose on the record. <laughs> the other night upon the stair, I saw a man who wasn't there. He wasn't there again today, because Mother Goose has flown away. <laughs> Well, 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 so he got away from you last night Brilliant work, brilliant Perhaps next time you let the police department take care of Mother Goose He was only trying to help, Commissioner Now please, Mrs. Gray, don't encourage this amateur Lamont, I understand why you didn't catch him And I'm very grateful for the way you tried I want to see John's murderer brought to justice. Thanks, Jane. Well, Cranston, any more bright ideas on how to catch Mother Goose? Yes. Uh-huh. Every time Mother Goose plans a crime, he rings up the Tinker Toy Shop and orders a Mother Goose books to be sent to the scene. And it so happens that the Tinker Shop is the only place that stocks that guy's stock edition. Well? I'm going to take a job there as an assistant. Sooner or later, Mother Goose will call up again. And that's where you come in. You have the wires tapped and trace the call. Yes, yes, it might work at that. It's got to work, Commissioner. It's our only way. In fact, I've already made arrangements with Miss Stone at the store. Oh, excuse me. Hello, Weston speaking. Oh, Commissioner, how fortunate it's you. Commissioner, Mother Goose loves nice pearls. Do you know who has the finest pearls in town? What? Now, look here, you... Dear, 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 you shock, Mother Goose. Hello. Hello. He hung up. That was our Mother Goose friend again, Cranston. What's the idea of the phone routine? I think he's enjoying himself, Commissioner. Well, when I get my hands on him, he'll in... Hello? Commissioner, who has the best opals in town? Mother Goose loves opals. Now listen, I've stood a lot <laughs> Hung up again. Cranston, if that lunatic rings once more, look... Now listen, you idiot. You're playing with fire. One of these days you'll... Who, who is this, please? Hey. Oh, 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 I'm sorry, madam. Who, who do you want? Mr. Cranston, please. Oh, yes, 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 Cranston, for you. Uh, hello? Mr. Cranston, this is Miss Stone of the Tinker Toy Shop. I tried to phone you at home. They said I'd find you here. Uh, what is it, Miss Stone? That man ordered another book, Mr. Cranston. I recognized his voice. I sent Arthur on the delivery. If you hurry, perhaps you can intercept him. Another goose, eh? Good. To whom was the order sent? To a Miss Margot Lane. The address is... Margot Lane? Never mind, I know the address. Margot! Margot! No, 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 come on, it's all right. Stop pounding on the door, Cranston. She's probably gone out. She's supposed to be home. She told me she was staying in all the morning. Have you got any skeleton keys with you? Yes, of course. Well, get that door open. All right, all right, here, calm down. Nothing's happened. Wait a minute, this one ought to do the trick. Yes, it has. Come in. Margot. Margot! Stop shutting, Cranston. Can't you see the place is empty? Miss Lane probably went out for something and... Yes, you think so. Well, look here, on the table. Eh? Heavens. Copy of Mother Goose. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating her curds and whey. Along came a spider and sat down beside her and frightened Miss Muffet away. So he's got Margot, too. All right, this is a declaration of war. And Mother Goose is going to get all that's coming to him. Now, now, wait a minute. Calm down, Cranston. Now, don't lose your head. Don't worry, Commissioner. If any head is lost in this case, it won't be mine. It'll be Mother Goose's. 
Now, do you understand the whole scheme, Miss Stone? I think so, Mr. Cranston. You're supposed to be the new assistant here. Just in case Mother Goose comes in person to order another book. If he phones, I'm supposed to call you. Right. Then I press this button. It'll signal to the police to trace the call. And uh, let's act like shop assistants, Miss Stone, not like conspirators. Oh, oh, when do you think he'll call, Mr. Cranston? I Cranston? don't know. We'll just have to wait. Oh. Uh, no, no, don't oh. be scared. Just answer it. Uh, hello? Oh. It's one of the wholesalers, Mr. Cranston. Oh, right. Well, I'm going forward to wait on customers. Right. Yes, we can let you have the order next week. Yes, right. Hello, Mr. Cranston. Uh, oh, hello, Arthur. Listen, do you know who was in here yesterday? No, who? The Shadow. Don't say. What did he look like? Golly, he was a big chap. All about twice your size and tough as nails. Gosh, when he looked at me... His eyes were like snake's eyes, all glittering. Were you scared? No, I don't scare easily. I said to him, go on, Harper. I've done nothing. And then I said to him, why, you big fake? I could punch Hold you. Hold it, Arthur. Here comes the customer. I'll listen to the rest later. <laughs> go on, Harper. Mm, that's wonderful. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon. Now, wh what do you have in bicycles, please? Bicycles, sir? Uh, certainly. Well, my man? Uh, uh yes, sir. Uh, your last remark was, uh, bicycles, sir, certainly. I'm waiting. Uh, so am I. What? Mr. Cranston! Mr. Cranston! Uh, coming. Uh, have a seat, sir, will you? If this is the call I'm waiting for, I'll ride every bike in the shop for you. No hands. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Just one moment, please. It's the man, Mr. Cranston. Mother Goose. Keep him on the phone as long as possible. I'll signal Weston. Right, go ahead. I'll take your order now, please. One copy of Mother Goose? Delivered to whom? Whom I can't catch the name. Will you spell it? L for lazy, A for able, M as in money, O for only, N for no, T for trust. Heavens, is after me. That's Lamont. Uh, Lamont Cranston. Yes, sir, I've got it. Deliver it tonight at six sharp. Thank you. I held on as long as possible, Mr. Cranston. I didn't want him to get suspicious. Oh, you did fine, Miss Stone. Let's see how Commissioner Weston's doing. Good work, Cranston. We got it. Listen to this. The call came from 39 Bank Street. I checked up in the address. Mother Goose is none other than the fellow who illustrated the books. The artist, Guy Stark. Yes, I'm not altogether surprised. He was always known as an artistic madman. Now he's turned his heart to crime. Well, his career is going to end right now. We'll have a police car there in ten minutes. Goodbye. Ah, oh, that won't be quick enough, Commissioner. I'm afraid someone else will be there in five. The little dog laughed to see such sport, and the plate ran away with the spool. Good. Excellent. Now little Jack Horner, Miss Lane. Oh, please, this is enough of this farce. Please let me go now. But who will recite the pretty nursery rhymes for me if I let you go? Oh, no, my dear. You stay with Mother Goose. Come, I will sit at my drawing board and draw lovely pictures while you recite. Go on, Miss Lane. Little Jack Horner. I can't. My throat's beginning to hurt. I've been reciting for two hours now. I can't. Miss Lane. Little Jack Horner. Sat in the corner, eating his Christmas pie. He put in his thumb and 
pulled out a plum and said, what a good boy am I. Oh, lovely, lovely. <laughs> now, Jack and Jill. No, no, this is insane. I won't. You hear me? Jack and Jill, unless that white throat of yours can speak, it's of no use to Mother Goose. I could crush it in my hands. Speak. Speak. I can't. Not anymore. I said speak. Jack and Jill, do you hear me? Wait. I know how I can make you recite my skipping rope. Yes, my skipping rope. Ah, here it is. Now, my pretty one, I'll wind this rope around your neck <laughs> like this. <laughs> now, Jack and Jill, come. Jack and Jill. Let go. Stop, please. Speak. Speak or I twist the rope tight. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Who's that? Jack. Fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. Who, who's in this room? Don't you know? This is Mother Goose. Mother Goose? The real Mother Goose, Guy Stark. And I'm very angry with you. Where, where are you? I, I can't see you. Of course you can't. Only good little children can see Mother Goose. And you have been very naughty. I, I don't believe it. You do believe it. Deep inside your twisted, crazed mind, you do believe. You knew that someday you would have to pay, and that day has come. No, no. Oh, I'm imagining all this. It can't be. It's like those dreams I have. The dreams that are more real than reality. The nightmares. This is no dream, Guy Stark. This is reality. Listen. You can hear the police sirens in the street. Go to the window. Look. No, no. It can't be. How could they find me? Look down into the street. They're coming for the red peppers, the blue plums, little Miss Muffet, and for you. <laughs> A prison cell. For silence and never another rhyme. Humpty Dumpty set on the wall. No, Stark, wait. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty together again. Are you sure you're feeling strong enough for a visit, Margot? Oh, yes, Lamont. Besides, we've got to give Bobby a party today. Mother Goose cheated him out of his birthday party. Mother Goose did worse than that. Poor Guy Stark. He had a brilliant talent, but like so many geniuses, he was tottering on the borderline between sanity and madness. But what made him go over the edge, Lamont? You'll never know. No one will ever know why men go mad. Stark went insane, and in his madness, some last fragment of sanity in his brain clung to the sanest and cleanest thing that he knew. Well, Nursery rhymes. He certainly didn't look as though he was clinging to sanity when he grabbed me yesterday. Just rang the bell and... Got hold of me when I opened the door. I'll oh, try and forget it, Margot. <laughs> Don't worry, I will. Oh, and Lamont. Yes, Margot. I bought Bobby a bike. Mother Goose is too dangerous for a young boy. And so concludes tonight's exciting shadow story.
the seed of evil bears bitter fruit. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, another shadow story. Be sure to listen. This feature is produced by Reg Johnston for Grace Gibson Radio Productions, a masterpiece of suspense. <laughs>